Hello. Hello. Um, can you see my I look like sloth today from Goonies, my hair. It's like a just a tuft of <laughs> curly hair. And it's like to the side, it's all like catty wampus. Because I slept on it and I didn't redo it. Uh, I wish my hair looked like that after waking up. Ew! From sleep. Why? Because <laughs> mine literally. Hold on, we'll talk about it. Uh, okay. What's up, dudes? My name's Aaron. I'm Nicole with the curly tuft, uh, sloth hair, and this is dude that's <laughs> fucked up, and my hair is fucked up. It's like the girl with the dragon tattoo, but it's the girl with the weird <laughs> the tuft. sloth tuft. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know, man. I love it. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We got a great show for you today, I think. I think. Wait, uh, what's your hair look like when you wake up? Oh, my hair looks like I uh, doused it in, like, grease somehow, <laughs> but it also is frizzy <laughs> additionally. I don't know how that works, yeah. but... It, it does. And then it's like also like I have strands that are like stuck to my forehead. Oh. And like right now kind of because it's really humid outside. Mm. So it's like it's cool. It's very cool. I have a lot of baby hair. So my baby hair just like pops out everywhere. And it's – um I feel like my baby hair is growing too. I don't know what's happening. Probably because you lost hair after you had Jack and then yeah. it's growing back in. I think I have like new new baby hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New baby baby hair. New baby baby hair. New baby baby hair. <laughs> baby baby. Uh, well, um, that's enough about that. Um, uh, how's how you doing? How how are you? Are you good? Good. I'm drinking my drink of summer. It's 2019. It's the Stiegel Grapefruit Rattler. Everybody try it. If you drink it's alcohol, so good. if you don't, don't bother. It's fine. Also, it doesn't have a lot of alcohol in it, so uh, it, which is why I enjoy it because it's just yeah. like a very light buzz. It mostly tastes like soda. <laughs> yeah, it t- it tastes like grapefruit soda. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I drink a lot of those at our local beer garden um, here in DC. It's delightful. What a treat! You can drink like a whole entire boot of it and just be like, "I'm I'm good." Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I did. A you're thing. not like a you're not like a drunk asshole. You're like, oh, I feel pretty good. And it doesn't like upset your gut flora and fauna like craft beer mm. does. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. well, maybe it does. I have to burp. Excuse me. <laughs> there is there's quite a bit of sugar in it, I will yeah, say. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's like but a it's soda. it's tasty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a beer soda. And it's made in Salzburg, Austria. Austria. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's like Swedish. Oh. <laughs> Austria. Yeah. Austria. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, Salzburg. There's going to there's gonna be a lot of bad accents in this one, I think, Ooh, uh, uh, in this episode. I hope you're a fan of our French accents, bitch. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> um, I mean, what's bitch in, what's bitch in French? Chien? No, that's just dog. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Don't know. Le chien? No, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Fucking. And that sounded like German yeah. also. <laughs> I'm all over the board. Uh, well, it's going to be a good one. Uh, any business? No. Do we have any? Just go to the website. That's where all the business is. Yeah. DTFUpodcast.com. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, anything fucked up for you this week, my darling? Mm, I had my second commercial audition. Oh. Which was, I like, 
really prepared and I was like, ooh, I'm going to go in with like a fun take on it. Mm. And like, you know, because you got to like really swing for the fences. And you got to stand out. You got to stand out. And yeah. I did it and I thought it was funny and fun. And then they were like, great. Um, okay, we're going to have you do that again. P.S. It was like a woman was like leading the audition. She was like the session director. And then yeah. there was like three dudes sitting to the side uh, watching. And I'm guessing they were like, you know, the director of the commercial and stuff. Right, right, um, right. And so they're like, great. We're going to have you do that again. Um, with your, without your glasses this time. And I was like, great, fine. And, um, also this isn't like, you're like, not as quippy. Like basically like, (laughs) don't be funny. (laughs) Was it for like a, um, cancer medication or something? (laughs) It was for, uh, terminally ill housing in Los Angeles. Like hospice care? (laughs) It was for hospice care. No, no. It was for that ring doorbell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So basically I was like, whatever, like watching someone from it or whatever. And so I just was like too quippy. And Mm. they're like less like jokes. And then it totally threw me. And then I was like super boring in my second one. And then I was like, and then at the end they're like, okay, thank you. And I was like, okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) It was. Oh. Wow. You don't know, though. They, I feel like they have to stay pretty neutral because they can't, you know, they have so many people to see and like Totes. read through and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I didn't get it. Uh, so, but, uh, but well, you know, that's just part of the journey. It was fun. I do like auditioning. It's like kind of scary, but fun at the same time. Wow. You must be the only person that l- likes to audition. I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Well, I, well, I'm very new to it. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's why. But also, you know, no, I feel like it's it's like an interview where you have to like act. Yeah. So that's like, but that's a lot. But the trick with commercial acting is that you don't like you basically just be yourself. Yeah. And if oh, they like you, fun. then it's great. Yeah. And if yeah. they don't, then whatever. But like, yeah. they they see something in you. Like, excuse me. Yeah. When you're well, and if and if it's not for that specific commercial, yeah. they might keep you in mind for something else. Totes, like totes. maybe your quippy your quippiness might have paid off for some other commercial they might totes. have. Oh, maybe so. they saw something in me for next time. That's right. So, anywho, that was it. Uh, but yeah, I like. Walked <laughs> so you think out. you bombed your audition? Yeah, yeah. I walked out and I'm like, biffed that one. I was no. very confident on the first part, and then the second part, I was like, whoops. Also, very stark contrast from my first audition where the guy was, like, laughing the whole time because I was being very funny and charming. Um, so I, so then this one was, like, felt like a dud. And I was like, whoops. But then, whatever. I still, like, wrote my agents. And I was like, hey, thanks so much. I had fun. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You know what? That's a – I think you just have to keep that good positive attitude because, yeah. like, all, all it is is, like, every audition is a new experience. Mm-hmm. And just being in the room gives it's you – Gives yeah. you more experience and I don't know. Yeah. I think that's very cool. No, you so right. And also, yeah, it's just like uh, they. I just wasn't right for this, but maybe next time, you know, it's, that's what's hard. It's like it's not me because I got into the room because they thought yeah. I could like I look the part and I'm like I have the right background and stuff. So then I get in yeah. there. I got thrown a little. That's on me. But whatevs. Anyway, it was very fun uh, and I hope I have another one soon. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not fucked up at all, in my opinion. Oh, 
Well, <laughs> it felt at least, I, I, right after I was like, oh no, what am I doing? No. I've had a little bit of an existential crisis ever since, but I'm on, Just, I'm on the upswing now, so it's good. Don't let that self-doubt creep in. Nope. Stay, stay up. That's what fucking um, morning pages are for in your journal. You get that shit out, you close it, you don't mm-hmm. look at it. You say, oh no, I'm scared. What about, this is sucks. And am, am I going to fail at everything I do? And then you fucking close that and then you act like that never happened. <laughs> You just get it out of your system. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, What's your I, fucked up? Well, I was going to say I didn't have anything fucked up, but then you mentioning ring the ring doorbell. Uh-huh. Uh, so we we have a, a door a ring doorbell, uh-huh. um, and we the the new house we're moving into also has one in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So I could check the, both. The yeah, I could check both. Um, and, but like the that one doesn't have like the subscription, so I can't like look at it live or whatever. Oh, but oh. I can see when somebody's like at the door. So um, this is not a commercial for Ring, by the way. <laughs> but right. So Ring has this uh uh this function in its app. It's called Neighborhoods or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like next door if you know what that is, where it's like people post you know videos that their doorbells have caught, or they like put you know. They report stuff on there to yeah. keep a lookout for people who are like being sketchy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody posted in there. I was like scrolling through the Long Beach one because it's way more exciting than the DC one. <laughs> All the DC one is is like, oh, I got a package stolen off my porch. Like it's literally, or somebody got shot or stabbed or whatever. Oh my god, yeah, um, you know, not very exciting. Not, but you know, it's like a city. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But. So I'm scrolling through the Long Beach one and it's like weird shit. Like people like looking in like car, like, I don't know, just like being weird. Uh, And so one post was actual video that a person got on their ring camera of a woman in broad daylight taking a piss on their lawn. Whoa. (laughs) And it's like you could see her bare ass and everything. And it's just like, it's just, it's like 1130 a.m. And this bitch is just pissing on their lawn. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it's. um, When you got to go, you got to go, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, that was a funny I mean, there's probably something weird going on there, but you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it still, it, was, it makes a good video. Yeah, there's just like so much crazy stuff on those on the app. It's these like little neighborhood updates are just always entertaining. Oh so. my god, out here pissing in these streets, open there was exposed that one, flaps, and all. I think somebody posted it in the Facebook group of a dude just licking the doorbell. Mm. <laughs> For like three hours. That's so fucking gross. I I did see someone. I don't know if this is in the group, but I have seen it going around where someone told their um, father in law that their new doorbell was a retina scanner. So he just goes up to it and he like <laughs> sticks his eyeball in it. It's very funny, and it, that's like a fun. You know, no, that's funny. I don't like practical jokes, but that's like a fun one because it's like you you don't look yeah. too stupid, and everybody has a good laugh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, good prank. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, let's see. Yeah. Like I- like we said, we're about to do some really embarrassing accents, pronunciations. Mm, oof! All of the above. Because, <laughs> all of the above. Because today we're talking about truly one of the baddest bitches I oh. think that has ever existed on this planet. 
Oh my god. I think To be honest. I feel like she yeah, if she lived today, she would be a hero. She'd be like maybe like Lizzo is her reincarnate. Yeah, maybe. So uh, we're talking about the person that we're talking about today existed. She lived long time ago. Oh, she lived. Um she fucking lived. Um <laughs> her name was Julie Dabigny, Dab- aka Dabigny. Dabinier, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Mademoiselle Maupin, mm, right? Maupin. That's how you say your last name. Maupin. Uh, she lived, like, she was born somewhere around 1670, 1673. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why there's debate about when she was born, but Well, she, maybe I she started know. lying about her age because she was a prominent figure. And, yeah, you know, sometimes women have to lie about their age. So yeah, so this is like the baddest bitch you've never heard of, though. Oh and we're gonna tell you why in this episode. I had <sighs> never heard of her, but I love her. I we are we were just talking before we started recording. How is there not a movie about this woman? I think there are, but they're like not popular, and I've never seen them. <laughs> you know, what I mean? right? Or like movies are based loosely on her, but like only certain aspects of her of her life story, which her entire life was fucking cool man Dude. i don't know oh yeah it, uh yeah she lived she fucking lived so i i'm thinking of her as a combination of Arya stark mm-hmm. and rihanna love it i know okay you're right maybe a little beyonce i don't know i don't know you're right i've said lizzo because i feel like this and lizzo well yeah. but maybe not i think you're right because definitely riri definitely Arya stark i'm trying to think of like yeah, just like, well, I mean, we'll get into this, but she was like non-binary as fuck, and she just like, she's bisexual. Bisexual. She was just like, uh, maybe po- polyamorous. Maybe pansexual. Pansexual. Polysexual. Kn- what is it? I don't know. Listen, she would fuck anyone. So yeah. and she did. She was Any- attracted and to. She was attracted to everyone, and everyone was attracted to her oh my as God. well. Like, everyone was attracted to her. That's yeah. the thing. She, wow, was she turning it up? She was. Woo, woo. She was like hot, 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 everywhere, hot. Everyone wants to fuck her, and they, some people did. Yeah. Um. So she lived in France. Mm-hmm. She was born, like I said, somewhere around 1670, 1673. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was. She was, like, born sort of adjacent to the French court at the time. Mm -hmm. Her father was a secretary to Louis de Lorraine Guise, Mm -hmm. who is the Count de Darmagnac. 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 Thank you. Mm -hmm. And he was the master of the horse for King Louis XIV. Yeah. Buttholes. Who's back, baby? Guess who's back? Two buttholes are back. back. (laughs) Two buttholes. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's, who's back? back? Louis. Do 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 do. Butthole. Double. Two holes. Guess who's back in the motherfucking mouth? Two buttholes for your motherfucking mouth. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Oh my 
my God. Go We're back. off to a great start. I had a whole ass conversation. Okay, it was about asses, but also like a whole ass. I, I don't know why I said that. Uh, it was a whole big conversation last night about why people bleach buttholes. And I was like, oh, oh it's like an aesthetic thing. Like... Um, you know, because your skin's like just naturally a little darker down there. And my friend thought it was because it got stained by poop over time. (laughs) No. She's like, isn't it because it gets stained from pooping over time? I was like, no, who told you that? She was like, oh, this guy told me that. I was like, oh, you're an adult woman believing that your butthole got stained from pooping. It was very funny. I mean, just over time, like everything kind of you get, I don't know, (laughs) everything kind of gets weird, but that's not why. No, it's like puberty. So then someone was like, no, it's like the same. It's like. You, it happens during puberty when, like, it's how your nipples turn another color, like, your butthole turns yeah. another color, and, like, your armpit skin and stuff. It just, like, it's like a puberty thing. And then it's like an age spot for your butthole, <laughs> it's like a liver spot. It's like a large age spot. That's how you know how old someone is. You just look at their butthole, it's like it's a like tree like a trunk. Tree it's like the rings on a fucking tree and then oh god we were just like then someone's like oh your lips do you know your lips are the same color as your nipples and i was like and your butthole and then i was like what's this and i made a butthole mouth and i'm like my butthole (laughs) (sighs) oh christ oh we're adults oh my god oh god uh, remind me that I have a little anecdote at the end of all this that is butthole related. That Just I'll, tell I'll me share. now because I'm going to forget. Well, we got to get into this shit and I'll <sighs> tell you at the end. All right. It's a treat. Okay. If I forget, I'm so, going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So her father is like, it, like working for somebody in Louis XIV's court. Yeah. Uh, and because she grew up ad- adjacent to the royal court, she was given a really well-rounded upbringing. She, like, learned how to dance. She learned how to read. Um, and she was also taught fencing because her dad was an accomplished swordsman. And he also trained the court pages. So she got to, like, do all the stuff that the royal royalty did, basically. Like, not just the girl stuff, but also the boy stuff. So yeah. she... She was really good at fencing from an early age, and she trained really hard alongside the boys. She and she also dressed like a boy and fought like all the boys. So she was she was doing it, mm. um, but she was still a girl, mm. so therefore she was treated like property because you know this is the 1600s, and you know she was just a girl. So mm-hmm. she, when she was 14 years old, the count. You say his name. I can't say his name. Oh, the uh, Darmagnac? Darmagnac. Yeah. The Count. The Count. I'll just call him the Count from now mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Uh, her dad's boss, basically, took her as his mistress. So he just, Ugh. like, wanted this 14-year-old girl to do sex stuff with. Uh, Ew. But, like, he was married, and in order to make it, I guess, like, more proper and, like, make it official that she was his mistress, she had to be married. I guess this is how it worked back then, Um, because otherwise she's just, like, a girl. Um, So in order to make it more a fish, he made her marry some dude, this, like, milk-toasty dude with the last name Maupin, who he promptly sent him away to a whole other part of the country. (laughs) 
correct. <laughs> and she like never well, I mean, she saw him later, but she just never saw him after that, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then she just like lived in Paris with the count and she's like married to this dude. Some people say that they that the count sent him away like the day after their wedding. <laughs> He's like, He's like thanks, cool, bye. good job. Yeah. Here's some money. Bye. Great. All right. Well, thanks. I'll talk to you later. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. Just like some so, dork. Yeah. Some fucking dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cuckold, if you will. <laughs> um, so she's like hanging out with the count and it's like, whatever. But then she's like, ugh, he's old. <laughs> and um, she and an assistant fencing master named Saran's. I think that's how you say it. Saranus? 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 Ooh, I like that. Saranus. Saranus? Yeah. Let's go with that. They started <laughs> they started fencing with their genitals and <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Wow. And this is where some of the craziness of her life. I mean, it's already been pretty crazy to be she, married at 14 to a count. She was like she the sword, Malish. <laughs> well, she wasn't married to the cat. Into my vagina. <laughs> vagina. That's the old English or the old French, I mean, for vagina. Vagina. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I haven't had alcohol for a long time while we record. It's very fun. <laughs> really fun. Um... <laughs> So Julie starts this affair with the sword guy, Serenus. <laughs> no, that's Louis the Fourteenth. But oh, sorry. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so he gets he Serenus is like. <laughs> well, I'm a you tell me how to to pronounce I, I that. I thought we agreed to Serenus. No, why not (laughs) Serenus? You're right. I gotta take off my sweatshirt. (laughs) Fucking sweating over here. So Julie's, uh, Julie and Serenus are, are, you know, dueling with their P and V. And uh, (laughs) at one point, he, her dude gets in. uh, Serenus gets into a duel uh, with another guy and that was very illegal in Paris as you can imagine yeah. um, but makes it even more illegal by killing the guy Oops. that he gets in the duel with and then he's wanted for murder so they skip town together mm. Julian the the um, fencing master Serenus mm-hmm. and they flee to Marseille right that's how mm-hmm. you say it? yeah 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 what is going and on with you today? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot all my French. And also I'm drinking wine, so it's like... Eh. It's like, you know, what, what are you going to do? It's Marseille. It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah How yeah. do you not know that, bitch? Uh, <laughs> so they flee to Marseille where they make a living by performing fencing demonstrations. Cool. <laughs> and also singing in taverns and at markets and whatnot. And like fairs, huh. I guess. They had a yeah. variety show on the road. Yeah. They mm-hmm. kind of did this, like, road show together. <laughs> They're the original Sonny and Cher. <laughs> yeah. Except they, like, fought with swords. Yeah. They're the original Serenus and Cher. <laughs> Serenus and Cher. <laughs> uh, um, and she 
dresses like a man just to like keep things interesting, but also like probably would get hassled way less, you know? On the road. Yeah. You you don't know who these people are. You're out and about. It's like, it's just easier to like fly under the radar as a dude. Yeah. Um, But she also, as she's like performing with Serenus, she like still presents as a woman, but she's like dressed in men's clothing. So people are like, very confused. Mm-hmm. And she was androgynous. <laughs> she was very androgynous and nobody nobody's sure like what's going on. But they she, like she's it. Like, they like it. Oh yeah. She and they're and they're intrigued by her. Mm-hmm. So at one point they're like doing this demo, this fencing demonstration all over town. And at one point somebody like yells at her and accuses her of not being a woman because she's too good at fencing. Oh. Which fuck you dude. Yeah. So she literally is like Fuck you, dude, and rips off her shirt to show her tetas to everyone. Ooh. Yeah, and she's just like, bitch, I am – look at these titties. I'm a, I'm a woman. Yeah. And everybody's like, whoa. Whoa. So she didn't give a fuck. No fucks given. I wonder – She's just going. I wonder what they call t- boobs then. Oh, like in France? Yeah, like, like – you know how they're like m- mammary glands? Yeah. Like were they your mamas? <laughs> Like, Your mama, mamans. Yeah, that's like mother in French. <laughs> mamans. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. French slang for boobs. Oh, good. Smart. Smart. Um, mm, ooh. What? <laughs> There's all kinds of weird stuff ooh, in here. Go ahead. Read them out. Uh, I think it's just tits. Oh, tits. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't know. Scenes? Oh, that's not fun. Uh, Nichon, Lolo, her Lolo, Nene, her Nenes. <laughs> All right. Uh, them Lolos, Mamelles. you know what I mean? Those I like, like Lolos. <laughs> yeah. Those are like, you know, it, it, when you're in your 80s, you got them Lolos. You got them Lolos, girl. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey ma'am, your Lolos hanging out. Yeah. Your Lolos out. Ma'am, your, t- your Lolos out. Uh, oh, there's an, a pot, poitrine. Oh, that sounds I, like a I toilet. Think, yeah. Yeah, that that might be it. Those I toilet titties. <laughs> Whoops. Something bad happened there. That's when you go to the bathroom naked and you you... <laughs> drop something next to the toilet so you bend down to get it out and one of your titties dips into the toilet water oh, it just skims the surface oh god <laughs> that'd be the worst thing to happen oh my god oh terrible <laughs> terrible uh, all right so she's just she's just wilding out she's having a good time mm-hmm. Um, and while they're in Marseille, she joins the opera company under her maiden name. <laughs> just just starts a singing career. <laughs> and so she's doing that on the side. Um, but then she eventually gets tired of Serenus and <laughs> and she gets in a relationship with a young woman. Ooh. So that's sexy. And this woman's family is horrified when they find out and they send their daughter to a convent in Avignon uh (sighs) which is pretty classic I mean that that's so rude that's super rude um very like I feel like they that's just a thing that has happened since obviously 
the 1600s. Like, yeah, yeah. you just send your daughter to a convent. <laughs> it's like, well, now you can't really do that. I feel like you just send them to, like, a conversion camp or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's the same deal. It's like... Like... Well, shitty. Also, like, send your daughter to a place with a bunch of women. <laughs> yeah, sexually yeah. repressed women. Yeah, I just. Oh my god. <sighs> Very strange. Yeah. So that's not smart. No. So Julie, though, she finds out where her girlfriend is sent, and she joins the convent as a postulant, which is somebody who voluntarily checks themselves into a convent or any religious organization to eventually become an ordained nun or whatever oh, okay um so she like basically just like is like hey hi my name's julie i want to be a nun can i like be at your convent and they're like yes totally she's like so that she's, she's like that junior nun in sister act yeah yeah the yeah. one that doesn't get to wear the full habit but she has the good yeah. voice yeah 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 exactly exactly <laughs> uh because you have to like be and you have to be accepted eventually yeah, so yeah. um but in order to – she's like, I'm going to bust you out of here, girl, and we're going to run away together. Mm-hmm. And her girlfriend's like, yes, totally. So in order to create a diversion and run away, she – this is, like, insane. Mm. She steals a dead nun's body. Oh, no. Sticks it in her girlfriend's bed and then sets fire to the room and then they haul ass out of there. Oh, my God. So, like, to make it look like her girlfriend died in the fire or something. Oh, my I don't God. Know. But it was just a dead nun that had, they, like, dug up and they put her in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Although that's very smart. Uh, yeah. For that, I mean, that's just very smart. Wow. Yeah. I, it, it, what a diversion, at least. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. At the yeah, very yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get away from the convent um and they're on on the run for a few months but then her girlfriend is like you know what i'm gonna go back to my family sorry awkward which is so rude i mean she like busted her out of the convent so but she she goes back to her family julie's like what the fuck Mm -hmm. and now she's alone and she's also wanted for kidnapping body snatching (gasps) arson and failing to appear before the tribunal. Yikes. So they obviously found out that she did it. Yikes. <laughs> and um, the sentence was death by fire. Oh, my God. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, and that's how she died. The end. The end. Okay, bye. Thanks, guys. Oh Thanks my for God. listening. Um, follow us on social <laughs> meds, DTFU Podcast. Oh, what? Just kidding. This bitch. Oh, she's a bad bitch. She's like, excuse me, I'm not dying right now. I just love a whole life to live. Yeah, she's like only 17 or something by this what? point, too. Oh I my think. God. Yeah. What? She's I like mean, still... which is like 30 in that time period. True. Or later, true. it's like your 40s. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So. She's on the run again. Oh, my God. They can't find her. She's like, never gets arrested, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And she decides, okay, I should go back to Paris where all the fun is. And (laughs) obviously, Mm -hmm. on her way there, she stays dressed as a dude, which probably, like I said, she's less likely to be harassed on the road. Yeah. Um, And she can hold her own. So... But still, you don't want to provoke anybody. <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> she gets into a fight with some dude in a tavern. What? She's like, 
I don't know what the fight was over, but she gets in a duel with this dude. She stabs him in the shoulder and she's like, don't fuck with me again, bitch. And he's like, oh, fuck. And so he's like injured. Um, <laughs> and then the next day she feels real bad about it. Um, and she asks around and she's like, yeah, I like fought this dude yesterday. Do you, does anybody know who it is? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that was Louis-Joseph Dalbert Lunier, the Duke of Lunier. I think I'm saying that wrong. But he's basically royalty. Um, so she's like, oh, fuck. I just stabbed him. Oh, no. Um, so she felt real bad. But – not only is he royalty, he's also a gentleman because he sends one of his staff to apologize for the fight. And she's like, oh, I'll come by and check on him because I feel really bad. And she goes to his place and she fucks him. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she like goes to apologize and she's like, you know what? You know what? Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yesterday I was a little buzzed, didn't realize you were... Such a prominent dude, or this handsome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's fuck. Yeah, let well, me make it up to you. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe she's like, let me just get some of that. Yes, she's. This is the baddest fucking chick of all time. I swear to God, she fucks up some dude. She fights a dude and stabs him. Oh my god. Then he apologizes to her <laughs> for getting stabbed by her. And then she boned him. Oh, my God. What a hero. What a, what a fucking hero. <laughs> what a life. She's like, if Beatrix Kiddo from my favorite movie, Kill Bill, wouldn't mm-hmm. have been so hung up on fucking Bill, who was old and not cute, okay? No. no. Go out and fucking live your life, girl, you know? Yes. But she didn't. Yeah. But this bitch did. Well, he had her daughter, so, like, that's fair. Okay, but that's, um, like, by that time. I mean before. She wouldn't have even gotten into all that trouble if she wouldn't have been so hung up on Bill. You know what I mean? True. That's true. Well, yeah. <sighs> or was he hung up on her because he, he murdered all of her? the people that she You're right. she was trying to get her, her life, you know? it's com- then, Life is complicated. They were hung up on each other, and it caused a lot of people some bad shit. Yeah, a that's lot, true. A lot of people. A lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, so she fucks this guy, and they actually become lifelong friends. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't that, Fuck buddies or nice? just regular friends? We don't know. I mean, they probably, you know, who knows? Yeah. Just buddies. So, yeah, that that was that. And so she's on her way back to Paris, but she's like, oh, like, I still have this charge of, like, body snatching, arson. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, all these charges, like, on her conscience. And she's like, Ugh, if I get caught, I'm going to get burned at the stake. Yeah. That's not – that's stressful as fuck. That's stressful as fuck. And on top of it, she had, like, a no-show. Because they yeah. were like, hey – Failure to appear in court. <laughs> yeah, she had <laughs> – She also had a failure to appear. She was truant, um, and that was a no-no. Well – Yeah, big time. But <clears> – <throat> She, because of where she grew up and her connections, she's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna write the Count d'Armagnac, and so she wrote him a letter ahead of her arrival in Paris, and she was like, hey, um, like some people want to burn me. Um, also, I need a career change. I'm thinking opera. So what's up? Like, what's going on? How do we do this? Uh, and lucky for her, uh, Louis the Fourteenth at this time. Um, the crown was in like a struggle for power with the church. Yeah. And so, uh, 
so Louis the Fourteenth. It was weird because they were kind of like allies in some ways, but they were also rivals. And mm-hmm. Louis the Fourteenth at this time had figured out that if he was a patron of the arts and he supported artists and like gave them money to live lavish lifestyles and like create their art, that they yeah. would focus their kind of like eye or their gaze, I guess, on making art about how bad the church was and they would kind of ignore how bad the the royalty was like the government i guess of the time yeah and Mm -hmm. so he did that so then he heard about uh this big personality of julie and he was like you know what um bring her here uh because the count d'armagnac like kind of petitioned for her to come and be like an artist of the of the royal family, of the court, or whatever, of yeah. The court. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and and so he, he was like, you know, bring her here. We'll put her into the Paris Opera, which he had like co-founded, um, or he had founded, and we'll just like pardon all her shit, and she'll just be like a vessel for being positive about, you know, the court, and like she'll be an artist, and people will love her. And yeah, she was like, yeah, oh, I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, perfect. Wow. Uh, so I'm just going to come be like a star at yeah. your opera house uh, in Paris and like live my best life. Whoa. Um, so she did. And she Ooh. fucking came in there, proverbial dick swanging. She was like, you motherfuckers think you're talented? Um, excuse me. And then she just like stepped onto the stage and was like slaying everybody both figuratively and literally and sexually and all of the above. Like, she was living life. She came in. Her first role was starring as Athena, goddess of war. That was, like, Mm. the first show she did or whatever. Hell yeah. People loved how androgynous she was. We already talked about how they loved it. But, like, then this was on a bigger scale. Like, people were blown away and so, like, made horny by her. And she... (laughs) And that includes all of her co-stars because she fucked all of them and not just the dudes. And she even, like, dueled a couple dudes uh, who were harassing her, like, female co-stars and shit. Yeah. She would just, like, fuck anybody up who was, like... Oh, yeah. In her way. She's like, no. Yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, just... Come at me. Uh, you'll lose. Yeah. You'll lose. And they always did. And they yeah. always did. And you know what? Like, okay. this She was kind of a nightmare. Like acting now and just like she was acting crazy a little bit and people should not have gotten away with this but she did because as we already said um the king like she had the protection of the king and he was like performing with her and stuff like he would perform there sometimes so like they knew each other and then they already kind of knew each other from when she was growing up I guess and then um also the king's brother um, Philippe was openly gay. So like, Oh, he, he, if he wanted to crack down because people were complaining, they're like, she looks like a dude. She's fucking women. Like what is happening here? This isn't allowed. And he was like, he just didn't really like pay attention to their complaining because he, he didn't, if he punished her, he would have to punish his brother. So, and he didn't want to do that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you know what? I'm just going to let it slide until, unfortunately, um, Philippe, who who became friends with Julie, 
uh, because everyone like loved her. He, he invited her to a ball and she showed up in drag as a dude and Amazing. was fully just dancing with women and like macking on them on the dance floor. And just like everyone was like, what is going on? That's a lady. Why is she wearing pants? Why yeah. is she kissing ladies on the mouth? Why are they kissing her on the mouth? This is crazy. But she was hot shit. And all the ladies were like, fucking get up in this cool. petticoat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And so um, people like were flipping out. And three dudes who were like wanting to court this one lady that she made out with in front of everyone got super fucking pissed. And they're like, let's take it outside. We challenge <laughs> you to a duel. And she's like... <laughs> okay Okay. (laughs) are you ready to get fucked up because that's what's about to happen she's like if i don't kill you i'm gonna have to fuck you after because that's what i do to men who i injure yeah (laughs) um no she was just like um okay let's take it outside which is such like incel behavior i feel like like they were all like fucking in a huff because they wanted to, like, get with this girl. It's like, first of all, she doesn't even want to get with you, okay? She wants to get with this lady, Julie, okay? So yeah. just, like, leave her the fuck alone. And then there was three of them, so then they had, like, a borderline mob mentality, and they're like, yeah, let's fu- fucking get her. Well, whatever. She took him outside, and she killed every single one of them. Maybe not killed, but she defeated. But I think she killed she- them. I don't know. I feel like that's... She just beat them at fencing, She beat them basically. at fencing. She dueled them in one. Maybe she, she yeah. probably didn't kill them. All three of them. All three of them. And then she went back to the fucking party and she was Ooh. like, electric slide. She was like making requests. She's like, Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> I just won a fight out in the parking lot. Play my song. And so, and everyone's like, oh but God. but then like the DJ brought the party to a grinding halt. And they, they were just like, wait, no, what you just did is not right. So, um, especially because this was a royal ball and, like, the king was there and shit. And he's like, you can't do this on my turf. So That, that shit's illegal. That shit's <laughs> illegal. He's like, one, this is a crime. And two, this is on my turf. So you cannot do that. You're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so then she just left for a little while. She went to Germany. She... Shacked up with a prince of Germany, because why not? Ooh. I mean, yes. Honestly, when you're hot, you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not swing for the fences? You know, like she was just balls out or, or tetas out. Tetas out. She was. <laughs> yeah. What were the other words? Lolo's out. Lolo's out. <laughs> get Lolo, get Lolo. And she just had him out. And she was just like in Germany, just like doing her thing. She's just pussy popping all over the continent, oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but then she like kind of got, I don't know, bored with that. She was like, I miss Paris. And so and people were like, forget Paris, the movie with <laughs> Billy Crystal. <laughs> she was like, I can't. And then. <laughs> That's a movie with Billy Crystal, right? God, I have no idea. He's like a ref. He's like a basketball referee. Oh, God. And it's a cute movie. It's a 90s rom-com of, you know, all of Billy Crystal. I'm sure you could guess what it's like. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, she came back and she reunited with her husband, which is like, why? You didn't even know that, man. Like, Yeah, like the guy that got exiled and was, like, forced to do taxes and stuff. Like... <laughs> That the count made her marry because he wanted to fuck her. Yeah, the that cu- guy. The cuck. She she the just cuck, yeah, yeah she just like came back and he's like oh hey what's up, 
the cuck de ma <laughs> <laughs> uh, But you know what? She was like kind of into him for a few years uh, until yeah. she wasn't and she got super fucking bored again and then dated another lady. <laughs> um but this was after, like, she had, like, a little bit of a mini renaissance in 1702, and that was, like, the height of her career, because she had this huge fucking reputation, and someone wrote her an actual opera, like, for her wow. to be the star. And then, Damn. Yeah, and so, like, she had made it, and then she just, like, got so bored with her husband, and so she fell in love with um, Madame la Marquise de Florensac. Florensac and they Florensac and they lived uh pretty blissfully until that lady died in 1705 and then she was like fucking very sad and yeah she stopped singing at the opera and she stopped doing all her fucking and she joined a convent for real this time oh no because I think that was the love of her life and yeah at the age of 33, as a nun in a convent, she died. Damn. And you know what? That's not the ending I wanted for this story. I wanted something. I, know. I wanted her to go out in a fucking blaze of glory. I wanted her I to just, like, fucking, I don't know what. Like, like be fucking somebody, like, in a threesome Chicks, dudes, whatever. While sword like, fighting. While sword fighting and then the room's on fire. Like, yeah. Or or the sword's on fire. I don't know. Ooh, like, sword's on fire and the room. Like, Maybe the she's sword fighting with fire swords and then she accidentally catches a curtain on fire and then the whole room <laughs> goes up. But like somehow she escapes, but then out in the street she gets hit by a carriage or something. Yeah, but even that's kind it, of well, that's insulting. Sad. Okay, you're right. But then she just dies in the fire? What's better? Uh, like like a jumping on a horse jumping on a horse and trying to get away from the police and then like jumping off the cliff or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Thelma Thelma and Louise. Louise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. With her lady. Yeah, with her lady. <gasps> That's it. It's like, oh no, she like maybe dueled someone and killed them and now everyone's really after her and now it's like, no, we'll ride these horses side by side holding hands over a cliff. <laughs> Yeah. With, yeah. That, with my sword on fire. And then yeah. it's like, Phew. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <hoo-wee>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Louis. Two buttholes. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> Two buttholes. Um, uh, well, yeah. What a way to live, man. Mm-hmm. As MIA says, Live fast, die young. Bad girls do it well. Oh, live fast, die fast, young. Bad, bad girls, bad do, girls it well. do it well. <laughs> uh, what a story. Uh, I mean, there could be some of that stuff in there that's embellished, but, you know, according to a lot of the <laughs> the stuff back then, that was what was happening. She was just, like, all over the place. She was wilding out all the time. Also, does it matter if it's embellished? Like, we need a hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like she's a queen and and she just fucking lived her life. And she was like, you know what? I'm not into gender binaries. Mm-hmm. I am not into I'm not into like fucking stereotypical bullshit. I, I just want to live my life how I want to live it. And I'm going to love who I want to love. And it's a story for the ages. I think so. She was way ahead of her time. Yeah. 
And I mean, she just truly like carved her own path. I, even though even though she was forced into a lot of stuff, like obviously when she was 14, she like was forced to be married and forced to be a mistress. Yeah. For a powerful man, but like she leveraged all that shit so well. It's it's crazy and she had talent in sword fighting, obviously, yeah. and she had singing talent, so she was able to just do so much and Oh my god. Doesn't help when you're connect doesn't hurt i should say when you're connected to royalty yeah um well so there's some some real real nice perks there of being <laughs> connected but you know and she's just a hero too because like all like so many girls were married as children at the age of 14 to fucking whoever at that time period so th- yeah. she was like you know what i'm not gonna i'm gonna stand up about this and be like no. I mean, also, like, she did – yeah, she was, like, very privileged because she was, like, actually fucking yeah. someone of importance. And they were like, oh, you don't actually have to marry that guy. Like, you do. Yeah, but, but... I feel – I don't know. I feel like if she <laughs> – there there had to have been something about her. Like, she must have been so, like, charming and, like, yeah. able that everybody that met her was like, oh, no, like, she can't – we can't kill her or we can't catch her or whatever, like, and just kind of let her go and go about her, her business somehow. I don't know. She must've been funny because I feel like that gets me out of a lot of situations that are bad. It's true. Uh, Yeah. And I also know that's true of a lot of my funny friends who have, especially the dude ones who have gotten themselves into a little bit of trouble, maybe back in the day when they were young and drunk and then they just had to be funny and, it turned it around. There is uh, some accounts of her entering into a battle of wits with many, many men. Oh. Because uh, only men can enter into battle of wits. <laughs> but, like, that was, like, how she did get herself out of a lot of scrapes because of, like, how smart and how charming she was. So. Fucking battle of tits, bitch. Battle of tits, yeah. She's bringing it. Ugh. I love her Me so too. much. And... I really maybe we'll write we'll write the screenplay for this movie. Oh my god! I want to make it. I want to make it like funny though, like really like yeah dry. Yeah. Like who would um, you cast as her? Um, maybe like Aubrey Plaza or something. I, maybe I'm thinking that because like I I the aesthetic I have in mind is like the Little Hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the nun I don't stuff. Know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But maybe somebody more androgynous. I don't know. Um, yeah, but that's that's pretty much it. I can't believe she died so young. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what the, I wonder why she died so young. She probably just used up all her, all her energy. Yeah. Fucking and fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well. All right. That's um, all I got. Yeah. Follow us on social meds. At DTFU Podcast. On all the platforms. Um, Like, if you send us messages on social means, we read them and we respond. So, like, if Mm -hmm. that's something you want to do, go for it. I would say, uh, I would say if you haven't. Wait, we didn't talk about your butthole thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Oh, so as I was researching this, I found a little, um, I I don't think it's a poem. I think it's like a a medieval, uh, like, 
fable, maybe. Mm. Um, it's early 13th century, uh, and it's called Beringer of the Long Arse. Oh, and my. basically the story is this woman, this highborn woman, uh, has to marry this dodo because her, her family falls into hard times. So she has to marry some dickhead. And, to, like, save uh, he, the farm or whatever. Right. And um, she – and this is – this reminds me of uh, Julie because – she is highborn and she's like got all this stuff going for her and she's like married to this lame dude. Yeah. Uh, her dad is forced to make him a knight so that like it doesn't like, you know, he's kind of on the same footing as her. And uh, so, <laughs> but he's like doesn't ever want to do any knight stuff. So he like goes into the middle of the forest and just like puts his uh, shield on a tree and just whacks it with the sword to make it look like he got into fights and did quests and shit oh. when he really does. He really hasn't done shit. I thought and you were saying he doesn't want to do any night stuff like nighttime, sexy time stuff. And no, then I was like, no. very, I was like, does he hit the shield with his dick and then punish himself <laughs> or like, but then I get it. Knighthood. Knighthood. Yeah. 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 Night, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, he sucks. He's like, he's garbage and doesn't do it his job and he makes it he's totally faking that he does night stuff and she <laughs> she follows him one day sees that he's doing this shit and she's like what a fucking douchebag so she's like i'm gonna fuck this dude up so she actually gets dressed up like a knight and puts like on armor and everything follows him into the forest and challenges him to a duel and she's he's like no like because he doesn't know how to fight because he's he's <laughs> He's a fucking piece of shit. And she's like, no, no, I'm good. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill you or you can get off your horse and kiss my ass. And and he's like, oh, I'll just kiss your ass because I don't want to die. And so she's like, all right, kiss me directly in my asshole. And she, she pulls down her pants and he like looks at her butthole. But it's like her vagina and her butt like her taint and all that and he's just like what that is the longest asshole i've ever seen <laughs> so he thinks it's a dude with a long asshole because <laughs> he's a fucking idiot and doesn't know anything and he kisses her ass and then she gets back on her horse rides super hard back to the village or whatever goes and fucks a dude who she likes and then the guy comes back, catches her in bed, and she's like, what are you going to do about it? I'll get my friend, the knight with the long asshole, to come <gasps> kick your ass if you do anything about it. And he didn't know it was her. And so that's the story. Oh, my God. I wish she, I wish she would have been like, come closer. Why does your breath smell like shit? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, she was a lady. It smelled like roses. <laughs> <laughs> so like rose water. Oh, my yeah. God. That's so good. Yeah, he my, goes. I'll go get my friend the night with the long ass. Yeah, he he come he finds her in bed and he's like, "Fuck, what's happening?" And she goes, "Be quiet," she said, "good for nothing, and watch out that you don't say anything more. For if you speak wrong to me in any way, by the faith that I owe the Holy Spirit, straightway I shall complain of you for the scorn that I have free f- had from you, and you will become a jealous cuckold." 
And then he goes, to whom will you complain of me? Where make your plea? And she says, to whom? To your dear friend who had you in his power. That is my Lord Berenger of the long arse who will put you to shame. (laughs) And when he heard what she said, he had great shame and great anger, but he did not dare say anything against her. He felt himself discomfited and defeated, and she did what she pleased. She who is neither foolish nor lowborn. And the the moral of the story is, I guess, this is the moral of the, the fable. Uh, when the shepherd is weak, the wolf shits bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. So I thought that was funny and kind of in the vein of our, of our heroine, Julie. Love it. Um, wow, I really like that saying at the end. Yeah, it's pretty good. Au revoir. Oh! Bon chance. Alvida uh, Zane. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Thank you. And Bye. Goodbye.